It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Smart Money Questions. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Matt Hausman. He is the founder of Old Security Group with offices in Westchester, Newark, but serving clients all across the country. You can find us online at smartmoneyquestions.com. And we indeed have some smart money questions for you today. This is the mailbag segment of our podcast where every couple of weeks we like to take questions from folks like you and answer them directly with Matt Hausman. So uh, a couple of good ones. In fact, we have four on the agenda for today, Matt. And by the way, if you want to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that on the website. Again, that's smartmoneyquestions.com. All right, Jeff in Maryland has our first question of the podcast. He says, I'll be turning 63 in a month, and I'd really like to retire soon, but I'm worried about what to do about health insurance since I won't be old enough for Medicare. How do you normally advise people on this when they're retiring before 65? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next me, question wait, comes so to us from goes Donna. Back to, uh, <laughs> okay. Jeff, your question is right on. Should you be worried about health insurance prior to Medicare? Absolutely. And with where healthcare is right now, pre-65, is you just have to recognize and have a good understanding on the cost that's going to be there. Now, that being said, I do have some numerous clients that are retired in their early 60s. And because of the way healthcare is working right now with regards to how much you have to pay with the premiums, it's all based on your income and how much you estimate your income from. So what you want to look at there is when you retire is what's your income going to look like? Is it going to come from pension? Are you going to take Social Security early? Is it going to come out of an IRA, maybe an after-tax brokerage account? Those are all of the things that will end up determining how much you pay. But I want you to keep in mind is that because I have some single clients, and if you're, I'm assuming you're single because you're speaking just about yourself, is your income, if it's over $45,000, $50,000 of countable income, there's no subsidy. And I can let you know that, that your health care cost is going to be right around and this is 2017. I haven't seen the numbers for 18 yet. It's going to be right around 12 to 1300 a month. And so when you're factoring in, can you retire? I've got two years until I meet that Medicare age is do I really want to throw out another 14 to $16,000 per year, adding an extra 32,000 between now and Medicare to retire early. So how do I usually advise is it's very carefully looked at to see what that costs and does that fit into the income plan. Very important to remember those kinds of things and some of the complications that you face when you do decide to retire before kind of that full retirement age of 65. And some people, you know, at 63, you're not going to have as many problems as if you try to retire at, let's say, 58. But yeah, you still have some other things to consider there, Jeff. So it's good that you're asking that kind of question. And Hopefully that's helpful for you. Again, you can submit your questions on smartmoneyquestions.com, and we might feature them on a future program. This next one comes to us from Donna down in your uh, old neck of the woods there. It's going to be in Florida. Donna says, my husband has always been tight with money, but it's been even worse ever since he retired. He won't let us spend money on anything. Is there a way to fix this? You know, that can be common. 
what I would say is, can you fix it? Maybe. The reality is, is if your husband has always been that way, then it might not change in retirement. But one of the things that might help would be, have you had a detailed income distribution plan of your assets and your income streams that he can look at? And then maybe you can increase that budget to not be as tight as it is right now based on what that distribution plan looks like. And that's where an income plan is so critical to helping relieve the the main fear that when I'm talking with people that they have is running out of money. And that would be where I would start. Now, is it going to change if his personality has always been like that? It might not change, but this could at least starting to go in the direction of helping him see what is possible so he can have the correct expectations. It could be that he just, he's so fearful of running out of money that his expectation has dramatically shrunk in the assets that you have and how those could be distributed. So it could be a way to expand that expectation a little bit. But that's where I would start. Yeah, it's a really good question there, Donna. Not all the questions we get here on Smart Money Questions are technical like Jeff's. Sometimes they are a little bit broader like yours, Donna, just kind of looking at this you know, broader picture of, hey, how can we still feel comfortable to spend money in retirement when we know the dangers of running out of money? in retirement. Always good things to consider. This next question comes to us from Dakota, and Dakota's in Jersey, says we have a lot saved up for retirement. Good job, Dakota. But cash is a little tight right now. My wife and I both need new cars. Is it a bad idea to take on car debt right before retirement? You know, it's interesting, Walter, because you know I always talk about this is a question that I'm really glad you asked because it, I get asked this question 10 to 12 times a year. And I was just going over this with my mom. As a matter of fact, if I remember right, we spoke about it in a podcast a couple of weeks back. But what you want to look at is, first of all, there is a paradigm shift in retirement on the debt question that you have, just debt in general. And what I would tell you is, first of all, if the debt is cheap money, and what I mean by that, if you're going to go get a new car or two new cars, and you know the interest rate right now Recently, as we go to the end of the year, I'm seeing 0% for 72 months. I mean, that is cheap money. But then it is going to create a payment. And so the next thing you want to look at is, can that fit into your cash flow? And it sounds like you're not in retirement yet. So the idea would be is, however long you're going to extend that debt payment, is if your retirement is happening during that time, make sure that payment fits into your cash flow in retirement and not just while you're working. But I would tell you, is it smart? To answer that question, there's the couple variables are what's gonna be the cost on the money? How long is it gonna be extended? And does it fit into cash flow? And if the answers are positive in all of those cases, I, I would tell you more than likely that's the best way to get those cars instead of reaching, you say you have a good amount in your retirement, reaching into your IRAs and stuff like that would not be the way to to fund that purchase of the car. Always good questions and always good to kind of, you know, seek this advice and guidance from somebody who has seen a lot of these situations before. And I think that's the important thing to remember here, Matt, is, you know, Dakota, this may be the first time you're going through this situation. In fact, it probably is. You only get to retirement age once since we can't really, you know, go backwards and then do it over again. And so it's the first time you've ever encountered this situation of, well, should I take on this extra debt before I get to retirement? 
But then there you go. Matt, you've been through this situation hundreds of times because you've met with people that are in a similar situation to Dakota. So you've gotten to see how all these different things play out. And I think that that perspective is something that's often lost, but really important to remember here. Absolutely. It really is. You know, there's going to be other questions just like this debt question that we've talked about in past podcasts, Dakota. I would recommend you go back and look at those. But just, you know, in retirement, I always talk about the income that you have, the cash flow that's coming in is your oxygen. And I always talk about climbing Mount Everest. And so cash flow is so important. And then how your budget fits into that, whether it's a debt payment on a car or whether it's a, a payment on the line of credit, if it's fitting in there and your income streams are supporting it, then I, I would say at least currently, it's a it's a good thing to consider. And uh, by the way, recent podcasts, just in case you haven't heard some of those, Dakota, we've recently covered retirement's new paradigm, and it is debt. So we actually really dove into this topic on a podcast. Go look at episode number 28, and you'll be able to see retirement's new paradigm debt. Be sure to check that one out for your particular interest. We also recently talked about financially savvy grandparenting on some of our most recent ones, and so that might be one of interest to you as well. All right, last question in the mailbag for this edition of the Smart Money Questions podcast comes to us from Gracie. Gracie's in your backyard now, Pennsylvania. My husband and I are getting a divorce, she says. Sorry to hear that, Gracie. We're both retiring next year. So this is a bit of a, maybe an unusual situation here. We obviously had been planning on a retirement together, but now that's out the window. Where do we begin even figuring out what to do about retirement now that we're splitting up? Really tough situation here, Matt. Yeah, and Gracie, I, I am sorry to hear that. One of the things that I would tell you is really before planning you can plan for yourself and your husband for himself is unfortunately you're going to have to get those doggone attorneys involved. And the reason I say that is because when you go through a divorce, there's always going to be a financial settlement and you want to have an idea on exactly what that settlement's going to look like and what assets are going to be yours. And then you can start the planning process. But, you know, I actually have someone that back in the summer came in and was kind of describing this exact situation. And the first thing I told her was before I would recommend any planning is you need to have an understanding on what you're going to walk away with and what they're going to walk away with. Because if you start trying to plan before that, and then the settlement agreement looks different, sometimes you can't unwind some of those things or the expectation or the presumptions that were made are now out the window and you have to start all over again. So unfortunately, that's the first place I would tell you is, and maybe you guys have already done that and that's great. Then you can start the planning process, which in my opinion would be pretty standard. You're going to retire in a year. What should we, you know, how should we move things around? What's the income going to look like? Social security, those type of things. But if you haven't got to that point, I would tell you kind of hold off on the planning and seek, you know, counsel and have them help you understand what you're going to be looking at on, on the back end of this hairy situation of a divorce. Always great questions in our mailbag version of the Smart Money Questions podcast. Uh, this is when we really get to field some of your true smart money questions. And so we thank you for submitting those to us here on the podcast. If you'd like to submit a question for future consideration on the podcast, you can do that online at smartmoneyquestions.com. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. It's also the place to go 
to learn more about our program, listen to past podcasts. You can subscribe to the podcast on that page by clicking one of the links that lets you follow it on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, other locations like that. And of course, you can find out more information about Matt and his team on that website as well. SmartMoneyQuestions.com or you can call Matt directly at 610-719-3003. That's 610-719-3003. That's it for this edition of the Smart Money Questions podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you again next time. 